Hello, and uh, welcome to D20 Era, where we roll dice before one of our, our internet, internet goes, goes out. out. My, My name, name is Kate, Kate. I'm, I'm the DM. DM. My, My name, name is Jess, Jess. I, I play, play Nora the, the Human Wizard. <laughs> My name is Jules, and I play Randy the Open Ranger. My name is Miller, and I play Augie the Human Paladin. And Alice, uh, who plays Tam the Half-Work Bard, will be coming soon. Um... She, yeah, she'll be joining us. Maddie, unfortunately, I were tiefling uh, druid barbarian will not be joining us today. But yeah, um, it's been a while. So <laughs> nice to see you all. Just, Just a little, little bit. Um, we left, left off on quite a bit of a cliffhanger for Miller there. So <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I've just been thinking about it every night for the past month, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, you're good, you're good. <laughs> um, um, also, yeah, the live post is up as well. Okay. We'll, we'll do. We'll do. Um, um, yeah, I don't think we really have any announcements to, to get, get through, through or anything, anything like, like that, that right? right? No. No. Oh, you got something, Jules? No, I just said oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I thought that was like a um, I do. So I was like, an, um, let me buffer. <laughs> I, I gotcha. Makes sense. Um, um, I mean, TikTok, you guys should definitely follow us on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be doing some Nora stuff soon. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> you guys, you know what I realized when I did all my Ren content, I didn't take a single picture, I don't have any photos. I just and it takes so long to get into that goddamn costume, I have to tape burlap to myself to make it look like I'm wearing <laughs> bandages. It hurts, god, and it takes They're forever. Killer. But I didn't get any pictures. Uh, peak dumbass. Okay, remember on Instagram we were introducing everyone? And, <laughs> and we stopped. Yeah. Stopped after two. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened, but I lost, um, like, access to the Instagram, like, a year ago. And I just forgot to, like... Oh. I'll send you the login info. It's Thank you. Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we have an Instagram that you can go check out that we will probably be posting on more now that we remember that it exists. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I, I, I could do my intro post because I finally took pictures of myself with Augie, so. <gasps> That's good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. <laughs> the, the the last time we posted was November 26, 2019. So we're getting up to a year since we posted on there. Um, no, it's not been. Oh my god. Fuck, man. We use our stories sometimes, so we're not. No, <laughs> and whenever we do a Q and A, we often put up a thing there that you can ask us questions there. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we also have a Tumblr. 
Um, That's a good place to ask questions as well. Yeah. yeah. And we have a Twitter and a Discord. We need to revive our Discord. It is... <laughs> Surprisingly enough, the most, uh, like, popping channel is the Theories, but none of you guys can see any of them. So it's just me. I don't know how to change it because I feel like I'm, like... Do you want me to change? I can change that, like, super fast. Sure, if you guys want to hop in the, the Theories channel, you certainly can. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot of, the, like, it's a lot of, um, like, postings about what they think, and I'm like, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm not trying not to say too much that it isn't spoilerish. Um, there is some spicy stuff in there, though. Ooh. Some spicy stuff? I don't, I don't remember stuff. what I say, to be honest. So there's some times where I'm, like, tired and I'll answer something. And I'm like, do they know that? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's some fun stuff. Um, uh, do we have anything else? Or do we want to... It's about... Alice will be joining us pretty soon. Um, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Alright then. Okay. Um, well then, last we left off, our intrepid party of adventurers set off for the capital city of Clea, hometown of Augie and Augie's dad. <laughs> Just them two. I Just so. the two of them. That's Population it. of two. <laughs> oh man, Augie's dad wishes. Um, but no. Um, yes, the capital city where the king Canterbury, aka Augie's dad, has a large stronghold. On the way there, they passed. They left their acquaintance i'm not sure how you guys feel the contact um owen the bardic dragonborn um who was higher up in the country or county i guess region um and they made their way down where they ran across a group of thugs posing as official guardsmen bullying people into giving them amounts of money for quote-unquote protection after making a pretty good dent pretty quickly in the guards they were also assisted by a mysterious group of people who very quickly acquiesced the cart as well um, taking most of the splendors that and stolen money for themselves and right as the group was about to ride away, one of them called out after Augie, uh, making it very clear that they are aware of precisely who he is, and said, let's talk. So um, they kind of take a moment, and they're surrounding you. And they say, 
we've got an empty cart if you guys would like to come we can get off the road I'm sure you don't want to be spotted too quickly Ren just looks at Augie <laughs> I also looks at Augie <laughs> <laughs> um Augie just kind of staring at them wide eyed yeah uh, yeah sorry who are you hmm. well we'll find that out soon enough um let's see you've just got the two horses and the the dark looking horse anything else not a fucking horse <laughs> does that look like a horse to you <laughs> horses have antlers where you come from come on now um they kind of one of the the guys in the back kind of the smaller like kind of nudges the other guy and is like that's strange. Um but the one in the front is not giving any indication of humor just kind of staring at Augie. Do I recognize any of them? Ooh, um make a make a perception check. Oh jeez. Oh no. Um uh, okay, uh, nine. No. You have looking at their faces. They're kind of keeping themselves relatively hidden. They're not fully pulling back their hoods. Um and just kind of um Sorry. Uh and they are not really letting you see their face, so it's kind of hard to tell. If you really want to talk, show us who you are. Certainly. Uh, once we get off the road. I mean, this close to the capital, I'm sure none of us want to be caught by... Kind of looks down at the dead um, people. Uh, don't want to be caught by the real guards. So why don't you help us take these fine recently deceased gentlemen off into the brush and we won't immediately turn you into the authorities because i'm guessing just like us you don't want to be caught here either so why would you go to the authorities if you don't want to be caught we're both running oh we would not be going to the authorities we would leave you here but That's not really your prerogative right now because we do need to talk to you. So. Uh, Can Ren make some kind of insight check just to see if there are, like, hands-on weapons or whatever? Like, do they look like they're going to rob us as soon as possible? You don't even need to make an insight check. You see, um, they, after dispatching of these people, have not taken their hands away from their things not in a necessarily threatening way just like a light dangle kind of just letting it gently rest their hand on the hilt to let you know that they're armed and easily accessible to their weapons what do you think Ogi? follow them i mean yeah, I think so. Um, they're right about getting caught. We did just kind of murder 
a few people. All right. They deserved it. But. Sure. Well, let's get busy. All right. So you all spend the next 10 minutes or so kind of taking the corpses and kind of just brushing them off to the side. It's it's very easy to hide, actually. Um, the road is pretty flat, but has a brief drop-off pretty soon afterwards. Not not a huge one, but, like, you know, they've got ditch on either side, so it's easy to toss them in, and the brush that is both there previously, but also with the accentuation of nature from the Feywilds kind of diver- convergence, uh, it's not a problem to hide them. Okay. Um, so. So. You have no reason to trust us. We have no reason to trust you. But we have someone who would be particularly interested in talking to you. Can we can tell- guarantee you safe passage in to the city if you also agree to come with us and talk to our boss. And you don't want to tell us who the boss is. Like here. Now. It's not our call. So we're just supposed to follow you to your headquarters without any information, not even having seen your faces. Yeah, you watch as um, the the shadowed, like the one that seems to be doing most of the talking, pulls uh, the, uh, her head back to reveal a human woman uh, with kind of darker curly hair that's pulled back into a bun and uh, has a slight scar just right here. It's very faint. Um, and light freckles that cover the face. Uh, pretty tanned skin as well. Um, and yeah, pulls the head back. Um, nothing kind of wearing like similar to here, like a high necked kind of thing and dark navy cloak that the rest of them are wearing. Yeah. Uh, Ren's going to kind of nudge Augie, like, do you recognize him? Do I recognize him? You do not. I'll I'll save you the role. Uh, Like, looks like a human, looks like a person, but there's no, like, you don't know if they're... Make an insight check, actually. Woo! Um, Because while you don't recognize her... 21. 21. You also, through the gleam and kind of glint in her eye and just taking in her general demeanor, you see that while she is a bit cocky, a bit arrogant, and has definitely had some training, there isn't that rigidness that's traditionally there in soldiers of Clea and in the armies that your dad tends to hold. What sort of age is she? Uh, she's like early twenties. Okay. 
as well. Like like twenty five ish. So I guess mid twenties. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna turn towards the group. Um, I mean, I say we go with them. I mean, they clearly don't work for my dad, which is really good option for us. I trust your judgment. This is your home soil, so you think we should go? There we go. Okay, I'll okay, we'll follow you. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. <clears throat> Excellent. All right. Well, there's the issue of, with all due respect, uh, we don't really know your disposition. We're going to need to blindfold you. Nothing personal. That's fine. Thank you. And we'll put you in the back of the the cart, of course. All acceptable? Let's go. Fine. Yeah, whatever. All right. Well, they don't Uh, want us. Yeah, makes sense. Let's go. All right. So they kind of walk with you guys back into the cart. Um, they, you watch actually as, no, she hasn't said her name. Uh, the assassin takes strips of fabric from around her pants and kind of takes a second, like rips them off and manages to fashion some pretty quick blindfolds. Um, puts around. You can see. Uh, shadows and kind of shapes but they're tied pretty tightly so you can't really make out anything more than just general placement and things like right there. Um, So one by one they help you into the cart. It's a bit of a tight fit but there are kind of bundles and packages and there's quite a bit of money and general survival supplies in there. And they help you all in, and they say, uh, don't know if the deer's gonna fit. Is it acceptable to have whatever this weird pet, uh, ride along with us? It's gonna be difficult to hide, but we can make it work. And follow. Alright. Nothing personal, just business. Blindfold so. the deer? <laughs> <laughs> Are they gonna blindfold the owl? The owl's not with we, us. The owl's not with you guys currently. Um, so says, all right, strap yourselves in, and you're with a, and you hear a locking mechanism as you are now inside a dark, completely shut in kind of cart. I don't know what the fuck they locked us in. Speaking of owl, uh, I'm gonna stealthily cast find familiar. 
Ren's gonna like, right. noisily try to pilfer some gold to like distract from her gestures. Gonna be like, okay. <laughs> kind of start rustling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, not a problem. You vamp out, Oscar. Um, inside, I'm just gonna have no outside the car, and I'm gonna have him follow as as far as the distance as he can be while still like still keeping us in viewpoint. Okay. Um, so it takes a few minutes, but you slowly feel the cart kind of lurch forward and you feel as the cart begins to shake and rattle as you guys are moving. Go ahead and make a stealth check for Oscar. Oscar? I never have his stats up, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I think it's probably like a plus two is my guess. Okay. I'll check it out. Oh, it's natural 20! Great. Augie and Ren, you know that Nora has tried to use Oscar in the past for certain escapades. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) you know generally that Nora's blind faith in him seems to, you know, be a bit of an issue sometimes. However, this time, that owl is so sneaky, kind of flying just underneath the general cover of the canopy and quietly lands on the back of the cart, just in the back corner closest to the door, and does not seem to have paid any attention to him. Like... Like in the oh, like up in the air. Okay, yeah, not a problem. Like, it's it's a relatively cloudy day, so Oscar's um, kind of feathers seem to blend in almost perfectly with the cloud cover, almost rendering him invisible. Cool, not a problem. Yeah, so um, I think we said it's about like an hour to the and they'll they would have shared this with you as well there's about an hour of a cart ride to the outer gates of clea if there's anything you guys want to do in that time bear in mind the fact that you are blindfolded is nora nora are you like watching yeah but i'm i'm also blind i'm blind and deaf to everything going on in here so you can bitch about me if you want um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just before I go into Oscar, I'm just like, all right, don't talk shit about me. I'm gonna see what I can see, and then, yeah. So is there any? Up. Is there anyone in the back with us, or is it just us? Yeah, can we tell? It's um, make a perception check with disadvantage because you are blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> Am I in a forest? <laughs> no, you're in a cart. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's an eight. Okay. Nice. <laughs> um, my pass doesn't seem seventeen. <laughs> doesn't seem like there's anyone in here. Um, you're a bit distracted actually because it is quite claustrophobic and it is dark and you are unable to see. It's ah. Uh, Uh, <laughs> don't, don't mind me, that's my cat's electronic fish uh, 
flopping around. Excellent. Very so good. I'm just charging my laptop. That is perhaps the best origin for a sound I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> it swaps around. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, Ren, you're a bit distracted, but it doesn't seem as though there's anyone in the cart, although you don't doubt the fact that there's some form of keeping an eye on you guys. Although you're unsure about precisely the extent or how. Ren is going to pull one of the like leaves out of his hair and just turn it over in his in his fingers. So okay, do you know of any like underground organization in your city? Um who might be? Maybe I don't know what um yeah uh so, uh, there, there might be, like, a, um, a small rebellion happening. There's a little one, tiny little baby rebellion. Yeah. Cool. Um, this could very well be them. But I have no idea what else they would be. Okay. Do, do you know the people from this tiny little baby rebellion? Or... Um, not anymore, no. Right. Do you think this leader that they're taking us to might be a former compatriot? Oh god, I, I really hope not. Uh, yeah, I have no idea who it might be. The only person who I knew in the rebellion uh, isn't exactly uh, alive anymore. Hmm. Okay. Well, hopefully you have some friends that you didn't know about. That'd be nice. That'd be... I mean, we'll see, I guess. Do you have, just out of curiosity, do you have any qualms about killing people of this rebellion in case we need to? Because... Um, well... Um, no, if you guys want to go ahead and kill some people, sure. I think it's uh, more of the if-we-need-to-escape kind of thing. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't like killing people, but you guys go right ahead. <laughs> you sound like a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> like a kind you know, vegan. You know what? It's really okay. Um, I know you guys didn't know that there was eggs. I can find some. Like, I'm murder free, but you can eat what you want. <laughs> to keep that as a last resort um i don't exactly take pleasure in it but we got to we got to okay yeah i really need this yeah me too 
No, never mind. I was gonna. <laughs> I, no, Alice and um, Maddie aren't here, so I was gonna. I was like, should I have them say something? And I'm like, nah, they're quiet. <laughs> Can I, as a point of note, whilst I'm keeping an eye on obviously where we're going, yeah, I'm also gonna be watching these rebels trying to see if I can glean any kind of like dynamic like what okay the um, hierarchy is what the relationships are make an insight check mm. Mm. Might, oh actually I'm quite wise <laughs> Owl, there is a spell called owl's wisdom or is it a spell I think it is Wait, is, this Oscar, is it my insight or Oscar's insight? Am I not interpreting uh, it through Oscar? We'll do... It's, it's Oscar's perception, but it's your insight. My thing okay. is. So 12. 12. Okay. Um, well, it seems pretty clear that the assassin, who has now uh, pulled her hood back over, seems to be kind of leading the charge. There are... There are two people that seem to be kind of lower, but have a more friendly dynamic that seem to be conversing with themselves, uh, riding some of the horses, because with they had one horse, and now they have three horses and a stag. So, kind of in the process of riding to make it seem more like an entourage, make it seem less conspicuous that you're carrying double the amount of party members that it okay. appears to have. Um, and the the archer, as far as you can tell, seems pretty quiet, um, but seems to be kind of having, just conversing in general with all of them. There doesn't seem to be any bickering or fighting, but they are keeping their voices kind of down. And you notice that the archer pretty regularly finds uh, there's a small hatch that they seem to be opening up and like kind of peering inside into the cart and then closing it again. Okay. And this is kind of mirrored with you guys can hear this every okay. few minutes or so. Ren will take the jug and fill it with orange juice and I think <laughs> blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you just like rummage around. Sure. You make about half a gallon of Freshly squeezed orange juice. I think. Is what is I smell it? Is this orange juice? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh okay. <laughs> and he, he drinks some of it. Um do you I'm good. I just you wanted want to see how it worked, and it seems to have worked, so that's for you. Thanks. Yeah, we'll say, like, half a gallon. Yeah. yeah he is, he, like, chugs that thing down. <laughs> yeah, it's missed orange juice. <laughs> Ooh, it, it kind of sits, like, you know, when you've had too much liquid too fast, and it kind of just, like, sits <laughs> and kind of, like, sloshes in your stomach. It's like that. Uh, just a heads up for this jug, like, with things like that, I'm fine with. But, like, just so it doesn't make any liquid in the world. Like, there's a finite number. Of, but orange juice, that's fine. Cool. But 
Not, like if you're like, I pour out molten gold, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> okay, okay, chill. Um, but yeah. yeah, orange juice is fine. Um, so yeah, um, Nora, you watch over about the next hour or so as you maintain uh, speed and kind of go- walk at a relatively not a hurried but a general kind of brisk pace and you stay on the road which is very important generally it's a very straight long road uh to clea and eventually you start at one point you pass what looks like a small farming village just outside of it outside of the city proper and making your way up you see in the distance a very large and very closely rapidly approaching wall that has general you can see just the general outline and in the far distance in the back you see what appears to be like this large kind of mountainous range that lifts up and on top you can see barely make out what appears to be a very large castle with an additional wall around it is this have we traveled towards clear or back away from clear an hour what do you the like the city or the like region? on our journey because we were just outside here right so yeah have we in the cart have we got closer to clear or have we gone you like, have back continued on the this is this okay. is this is clear <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. no you teleported you're instantly in snovsk it's mountainous <laughs> ice range everywhere yeah no you're fine um yes you get the in, you get the feeling looking at this that this is in fact the city that you were heading towards. Okay. So far, thus far, uh, the claims that these people have told you have they've held up their end of the bargain as far as you're concerned. Does Nora mention to us in the cart that we're at Clea now? I was not going to say anything just in case people are listening. Okay. Mm. Smart. Smart. Fine. Big brain. Big brain energy got there. Um, she, uh, occasionally she lets out a snore. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so eventually you find yourself getting closer and closer and closer to the walls. Um, make a perception check for Oscar. And this is plus two. I still can't find a shooting. Sorry. It was an eight. Okay. Um, the wall looks very, very sturdy and thick. Uh, it looks pretty old as well. There seem to be, like, the occasional places where there's, like, indents and stuff in the stonework. But for the most part, it's a very well-maintained, well-kept, and long-withstanding wall. Um, at the top of the wall, you see that there are appear to be people kind of going back and forth surveying and there seem to be these strange kind of there's there's some decoration at the top but you can't really make out what it is okay but eventually you approach and there are these two large double doors that are currently open and have a sentry post sticking out there with a a, quite a heavy amount of guards at the front. Okay. Um, 
So we're heading towards like the main castle. No, there's there's two walls. So it's like the, there's a first tier, and then there's like a big, yeah. Here, how do I? There's. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh, I don't know if you're gonna be able to see this at all. I'm gonna use a sharpie because then you will be able to see it very clearly. <laughs> One second. Okay. So there's the general city, which you're kind of coming in from here. It's a nice big long kind of thing right about here there is a mountain with like a big a big kind of hill cliff range you can't even see that there um and there are walls there's a wall here and then there's a second wall like here which is where the castle is okay. and the rest of this is city okay well, city <laughs> yes so you eventually approach. I'm I'm happy to. Yeah, I'll do this. Um, Ren, with your observant feet, you're able to hear pretty clearly. Um, you hear a voice say, "Halt! Uh, state your business. What do you have? Purpose do you have in the city? Things like that." And the uh, assassin, the unnamed assassin, uh, say it's. Uh, yes, you know, we're just returning, we were collecting some taxes, we were on official business, we live inside the city, and they're like, can we see means of identification, and they produce papers, and they say, what's, what's in the cart, and they say, oh, just some simple tax, just some tax collections, some supplies, general things, and they say, very well, everything appears to be up to code, you hear a little bit of a brief pause, and kind of a, what's, and they say, oh, um, it's a pet, you know, sanctioned to have it. And they produce, they say, do you have paperwork for it? And surprisingly enough, you hear them say, like, of course. And you hear some shuffling of papers. And after a moment, there's, like, a pause. And they say, very well, move along. And allow them, and you feel the cart begin to shift and move once again. Um... So, you are now inside the city of Kalia. Um, are you still having Oscar up on the kind of flying overhead? or Okay. Uh, so, Oscar flies up and over the wall. Actually, as you're flying up and over, you do get to see quite clearly what was kind of difficult to make up before. There appear to be spikes on the top. Uh, and some of them have some very long rotting heads on top nice can i tell what kind of heads um, head. i mean uh make a medicine check i know you're not technically doing that but it's more of like being able to discern through the process of decaying what mm -hmm. it looks like um 18. So most of them are seem to be rotted, but they do appear to be humanoid skulls. Uh, some a varying mixture of different things. There's a couple goblin skulls, a lot of humanoid, um, yeah, a lot of humanoid things. There's one that looks to be kind of fresh, freshly rotten in like the past couple of weeks, maybe. Oh, okay. uh, quite bloated and stuff in terms of just the natural decaying process. Uh, sorry, do I need to 
No, oh, so good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I can be if you want me to. Um, yeah, a couple of weeks old. Uh, there's one that's that's very large, like a, extremely large, and doesn't appear to be a humanoid, but it almost looks like an elephant. Okay. That's you uh, hear Nora like do a soft gag <laughs> <laughs> underneath a blindfold. Um, and there are as well. You see, there are soldiers that are kind of in general parading around the perimeter. Uh, okay. Don't appear to be bothered by the heads around. Okay. Oh, okay. Augie. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Clea. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Nothing better than entering a city and they're like, welcome. Here's everyone that's wronged us. Have fun. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, the cart begins to make its way and immediately turns to the right and kind of goes down an alley for a bit and then to a left and then begins to move around. Um, through Oscar, you kind of get the feeling that they're taking a very indirect route. Okay. In the case of just, it's the rest of you guys, you have no idea where you are. It's kind of that thing. I don't know if you've ever been blindfolded and like in a car and then like been driven around it it feels like it's been hours and hours and hours like you have no sense of time you have no sense of placement it just feels like it feels like you're halfway back to Velashi at this point like okay you know it hasn't been days but it, it feels like time is completely incongruent with anything around right now and just um, eventually you watch as Oscar kind of winds its way. Um, the architecture of Clea, it's it's very basic and standard. There doesn't seem to be any particular decor when it comes to the architecture, particularly around the outer skirts of the city. It seems to be built for function. And even the shops and stuff seem to be very uniform with just different signages, but very rigid kind of very rigid homeowners association kind of almost this city there is uh, a lot of construction as well which is a bit okay. different um and it's strange because everywhere else you've been it seemed as though the feywild has been able to creep very much into it and kind of Nature has found a way to cram itself into every aspect. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of nature here. It's very city and structured. It almost looks as though it's been untouched by the fey elements that have touched everywhere else. Can I ascertain as to why? Like, do I think it's because of the wall? Make the wall an arcana check. Rubbish. Oh, I have. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, Plus eight. You looking? You kind of looking at the wall. You don't think that it necessarily has to do with a particular enchantment around the wall. 
from what you remember from what Augie has said, that the the royal family and kind of the society that has been built around the upper class of Clea is very, very anti-magic. Yeah. And so there's no particular enchantment or arcana around that's been built in as protective measures. However, there is something very jarring and off about that. You feel as though the Feywild should have, especially with no magical reinforcement, kind of taken over this place. But that doesn't seem to be the case. It's a little off-putting, actually. But eventually takes another 30, 45 minutes until they get about a quarter of the way into the city and you guys finally feel the cart stop. As Oscar, you watch as they kind of pull the cart off, um, just off the side of the road. There's no particular... There, there are carts and things construed around the city and the roads themselves are big enough to support having on on street parking but oh my god hello hi guys hello hello hang on oh, oh you can't wait you can hear us or you cannot hear us <laughs> i take it she can't do i'm guessing no. oh no worries oh no all right then oh. we will We'll hold here for a second because then we can catch all this up and stuff. Yeah. Um, just a note, Nora's going to try and commit this route to memory as best she can. Okay, just make a general intelligence check for me then. Um, 18. Okay. Um... They did take a lot of, like, backwards routes and stuff, so you don't necessarily have all those memorized, but you do have, you know where you are in relation to the overview of the city. Yeah. Alice, can you hear us now? I can, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm ready to play some D&D. &D. <laughs> Long day. Oh, what are we doing at the moment? Sorry, do you mind catching me up? No, not a not a problem at all. You're so good. Um, so, do you remember what happened to the session? We were confronted with someone who knew Augie, a group of people who already knew. Yep. It's such a good um, memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do, I mean, do you guys want to relay what's okay so far? Basically, sure. we like went went with the weird rebel people and they blindfolded us and it was in a cart to clear to the lair um, and Nora has used Oscar to track them secretly. Nice. And that's what I've used over. Pretty much. Was yep. it voluntary or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really have a choice, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Thank you. So, yes, you've been very discombobulated basically just bouncing around in a dark cart for the past you don't know how long we had no defense against the dark cart <laughs> <laughs> my god <laughs> wow someone write that down oh 
Bill's <laughs> on it. Yep. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you like an extra D8 that you can just add to a roll. Yay! That was good. I like that. Yeah. So that's that's. You can add that whenever you want to one roll. Well, do. Huh. That was good. All right. Um. So yes. You eventually feel the cart come to a stop, and kind of you, you feel, especially Ren, because your passive perception is so freaking high, uh, you feel kind of the front of the cart lighten some of the load as you assume the people in the front have gotten off and hear the gentle walking around to the front. Um, just just want to take this moment because they're about to open the car during this time did you guys have a plan did you just in case you guys in case you guys wanted to like attack right when they open the cart like that kind of thing uh i think we were planning only to attack if we needed to like escape or something so for now we're just gonna follow along with them does that go everyone yeah i'm going to that okay just, just wanted to double check and make sure beforehand. Okay, so um, even though you have the blindfold on, they do allow you to see some of that shadow, and your your eyes have grown super accustomed to this darkness. Um, that when they open the back kind of door, it floods your eyes, and you're able. It's kind of like a little. You have to blink a bunch, um, and eyes begin to water a little just from um, the sheer. Like, Sorry. No, you're as good. As soon as the cart okay. stops, Oscar's gonna disappear, and I'm gonna come back. Okay. Yeah, because he rolled the natural twenty on stealth. So, <laughs> owl, what owl? Um, <laughs> yeah. So you come back. You actually, Nora, since you were up and had the owl vision, were in the light. Mm-hmm. It's almost the opposite effect of all of a sudden you're kind of plunged into this darkness. Um, but you're able to adapt much quicker than the rest of you are. Okay. They say, all right, we're here. No sudden movements. We're going to take you inside. And then once we get you in, well, then someone else takes over from there. Okay? Okay. Uh, kind of take a moment and they say, all right, quickly now. We don't want to be spotted. And they kind of pass you along in a I want to say like industrial line kind of <laughs> into uh, a shop and you kind of hear the door kind of ding 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 um, so you enter the shop and immediately this, the sense that is kind of overwhelmed is no longer your eyes but your nose as you enter into a very floral-scented space. It's almost like overwhelmingly smells of various different kinds of plants and flowers. Um, Ren, it's very calming to you having been stuck in that uh, dark cart for such a long time. Um, yeah, and coming in, it's it's kind of an overwhelming to the sense uh, over in the corner you hear Val. And, um, she probably has the cutest sneeze. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, you kind of hear this. Oh, hello. And, oh, my goodness. Um, you hear from across the shop. And you hear the door close behind you. Now, everyone except Ren. You begin to hear this strange conversation where the the assassin comes in and says, uh, do you have any chrysanthemums? I'm looking for a special occasion. And the uh, person who you assume is the owner says, oh, of course, would you like, uh, we have them in a variety of different colors. Would you like white? We have some blue, we have some lavender. And um, the assassin says, I'm looking for something of a more robust kind. What kind can you recommend? And you're hearing this strange conversation about flowers. Bren, however, you're listening to this conversation. And at first you're hearing almost like how when the Sims talk and they're, they're having those conversations where they'll be talking about a rocket ship. And then there'll be like a picture of like mac and cheese and then like things like that. It's it's this very strange, incoherent speech that they begin to talk back and forth. And then the way that they're emphasizing certain words and certain syllables, and you hear this strange kind of knocking as they're kind of like talking back and forth and will occasionally knock on the countertop. And you think back to your training with Anslo and you realize that while they're having this conversation, Underneath that, they're having an entirely different conversation in Thieves' Cant, which can, the gist of it is basically, um, oh, I see you've brought um, some new people that's a bit unlike you, and he says, yes, they're blindfolded, we need to take them back uh, to see the hilt. Um, and there, uh, she's like, not not generally the work of the queens, but I guess that that's acceptable. Um, will you be needing the store guarded for right now, or are you expecting anyone else? And they say, no, this is it, as far as we know of. Are the others back yet? And they say, yes, got back. So, like, it's just this... It's very jarring to hear this kind of just pleasant conversation about flowers, but then underneath it know that they're able to so effectively and efficiently talk about business but eventually um in the thieves can't you hear well go on right back um they're not expecting they're not expecting you but i'm sure that the hilt will be excited to see soon and you see as i almost said her name uh she turns back to you and says all right this way we're gonna go look at some tripping uh, trimmings and allows you all that was a me met flub hmm. not not in character um and allows hey, are you, we like are our hands bound or are we just being like are we not fine? currently not currently okay. yeah. did in in the thieves can't conversation did anyone's name come up like would i know this this woman's name who's leading us Ooh. oh i'm gonna make them make an intelligence check because they don't know you're a rogue so I don't necessarily know if they would hide that 
you learn that the the woman the assassin's name is Galette. 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 Like the raisin? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know what? That kind of fits thematically because she's yeah. an assassin, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you say Gillette in England? I thought it's Gillette. It okay. is Gillette, but I was just <laughs> I was like, did you guys say Gillette? <laughs> I was reaching for the <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, did I do that accidentally? Oh, no. Um, cool. Yeah, sure, that works thematically. Oh, yeah. Um, so you feel yourself being passed back and down a set of steps. Um, again, it's a little bit discombobulated and you don't really know the layout of the store, having not been allowed to see anything. Oh. Oscar, actually. Because you were in, you were in Oscar right when the cart stopped and you didn't see anything. Uh, you saw a sign in front of the store that says the Blooming Bouquet. Okay. So, yeah. You would know. That's the name of the store. As we walk down, I think Tam's just gonna, like, whistle a little bit, and can she inspire Augie? What what are you whistling to inspire? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know, the Willy Wonka Thirst Trap song. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Do you want me to roll performance? <laughs> no, that's perfect. I love it. Um, <laughs> I can't actually whistle. I'm sorry. Uh, you were inspired, and you hear this very sultry and interesting oh kind of. God, Alice. Um, <laughs> song, <laughs> and you kind of you kind of feel your body like impulse, like you you have the impulse to just like. Start body rolling. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) God, my God. Cool, cool. (laughs) All right. So eventually, you guys make your way down this stairs, and you feel yourself being taken in a lot of different twists and turns. Um, and eventually, you get to a place, and you. You know how you can sometimes, even if you can't see something, you can kind of feel people's presence when they're in front of you? You feel an overwhelming presence of more people, and you hear general footsteps. Um, There seems to be some general whispers and things, um, and you begin to slowly feel very gently. They say uh, people come up behind each of you and say, all right. We're going to look for weapons, anything that we should be aware of. I mean, we have weapons. All right. Uh, The person who's behind you, Ren, actually, when you say that, he kind of... (sighs) And begins to go through and do investigation checks. Very, very respectfully. Like, they're not... This isn't a pat-down kind of thing. Um, but they're being, you know, gentle enough. They kind of take, like, a dagger out of a boot 
um, Augie, they, they take your swords, um, kind of remove the bag of holding and just general stuff. Basically anything that looks relatively um, metallic or anything that looks like it's of importance, they're going to take. And then kind of you see as someone that you hear them all step back and then you see as or here as one person is kind of going through and you feel you begin to feel tugs at all your magical items and you hear a soft-spoken voice that's um can you remove this please uh can you remove this can you remove this you hear like the staff being taken you hear the general magical items being stripped as well uh nora one of them comes up to you and says um the the circlet ma'am can you please take that off Oh, fuck. Yeah, I take it off. <laughs> thank you very much. Again, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And kind of, they take very... any of my spell components or book or anything? They would take your book. Um, but in terms of the spell components, none of them are inherently magical. It's more what you do to them. The spell book, however, is magical, so they will be taking that. Okay. And eventually you hear as uh, Galette kind of claps her hands and says, all right, um, I'm gonna need you all to put your hands behind your backs. Once you're inside, we will remove the blindfold. Sound good? Sure. Says nothing, put her hands behind a bag. Mm-hmm. You all feel as uh, manacles begin to be placed on your wrists behind you. Um, Such a bad idea. <laughs> actually, all except for Augie, you all feel as manacles are snapped behind your back. Augie, you strangely feel nothing, but you do instead feel two hands on either of your shoulders. Eventually, okay, so unless you guys are fighting against this, no. <laughs> okay. You all eventually are led into this large, uh, what sounds like this large room, and eventually, I keep saying the word eventually. I'm gonna, gonna catch <laughs> myself on that. Your blindfolds. You begin to feel tugging at the back where the knot is, and you are, your eyes take a moment to adjust. And you see a fairly short ceiling, but a very large room that's barren for the most part, Uh, similar to like the kind of brutalist architecture that the rest of the city was made of. This appears to be very much in the similar vein of just kind of kind of like a room that's had no furnishings or been fully rendered yet, just flat floor and walls they're of a like a darkish gray color and there are no windows but there are sconces that have different torches lit and on the far back of the room you actually see a very similar a very similar sight to you augie but different it it's can we see have our blindfolds yeah your blindfolds have been (laughs) 
Um, and you look, and it almost looks like a, recre a recreation of the throne room and the particular throne of the castle, except for there are no thrones, but it's the general steps up. And on top, you see what appear to be these large kind of chairs that are wooden, like very simple furnishings that have been set up about 15 kind of in a row. And there are about 12 of them are occupied. They all have their hoods drawn and down, and you can just barely make out like the chins of most of them. Um, yeah. Um, no, there's nothing particularly distinctive about any of the chins. Like okay, you can, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're you're not like ah yes, that is the mole of blah 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 blah. They're just their chins. Uh, they do appear to be like. I don't know. It's, yeah, they're, they're chins. I don't know. I'm going into so much detail about them. <laughs> um, but there is a couple doors on either side about. There's a set of double doors in the far right, and there's two sets of single doors as well, kind of closer to you guys on the right. And then on the left, it's a bunch of about five singular doors that are heading off in a different direction. Uh, is anyone like saying are the people armed? You take a second to look, and they while they've taken away your arms, you actually look back and you do see that one. There's one unfortunate soul who appears the is like kind of keeping them, and is standing in the back where the door is just open for you guys. That is kind of awkwardly holding all of these, like almost drops the staff and kind of catches it and uh, turns away with all your stuff. But everyone else, there doesn't appear to be any like, reason for them not to be armed. A lot of them have their arms. They all have very similar cloaks as well with the navy. Um, and the color is similar. However, the cut of them are very different and they have very varying differences in heights and general build. The mm. people that are carrying, you actually, because um, you guys have your blindfolds off now, you see that there are two people on either side of Augie, whereas the rest of you guys only have one who is kind of holding you guys at the manacles. Uh, the One of them near Augie is kind of slightly shorter, like about, I'd say like 5'7 or so, a very slight build uh, with gloves on and can't really see and the other one is a very large muscular kind of build although it's difficult to see just in the general shape of the cloak but seems to have very big broad shoulders and a large kind of head that's easily two feet taller than Augie kind of very close to hitting the ceiling with his head in terms of with oh. their head uh, in terms of height mm -hmm. So they all gently guide you in. Um, the four of you are all, as in Ren, Nora, Tam, and Val, are all kind of brought in and then kind of set up 
in a single file line behind. And they bring, he watches, they bring Augie down to the front and kind of just allow you to kneel kind of gently. They push on your shoulders, not forcefully, not like you're being, but it's being made very clear that you are being directed to kneel. Uh, I begrudgingly allow them to lower me. And you see now as one of the people sitting in one of those large ramshackle chairs, you hear them kind of against the floor as they kind of drag it for a little bit and pick it up, come, take the chair, face it around, and sit on either, like, with their arms against the back seat. Say, well, Mr. Canterbury, I'm, uh, I'm so sorry for all the trouble that our Queen Regiment may have caused. But you must understand we were quite surprised to hear that you had arrived. Uh, yeah, uh, Augie's fine. Uh, I, my, my dad's Mr. Canterbury. <laughs> I... Yes, yes, uh, King Canterbury is, yes, fair enough. So, Augie, Augustus, Augie, what the fuck are you doing here? You can't see the face at all, by the way. The hood is very much down, kind of, but you can hear, you can almost hear the smirk. And the kind of like, how dare you show up? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna kind of give a look behind him uh, to the to his friends. Uh, um, we're on. Can can we call it a mission? To 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a quest. I think yeah. A quest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, quest mission. Um, we just need to retrieve something, and we will be on our way out once we have it. What's this thing you need to retrieve then for your oh so mysterious quest? That's a good question. Uh, Why do we owe you information? You've given us literally nothing. That's a good point. Yeah. You've given us literally nothing as well. Well, we kidnapped us. Literally all of our possessions, magic items. Let me be frank. The last time Augustus Canterbury was seen in Clea, he was a yipping little lapdog just at the heels of the undeserving king. So, you would be surprised when all of a sudden we found out that the great pride and joy of Clea was found dead. Even more surprised when two years later after being found dead, he just magically turns up again. This is our city. This is our jurisdiction, and we, as the protectors, 
have a right to see who's coming into our city. Because sure as hell enough, the crown isn't doing anything to protect these people. So. What's this special little thing that you all are trying to retrieve? We're Why don't you undo these manacles first, and then we'll have a civilized conversation. You, you, you've got all our... our Oh dear. <laughs> What's this accent? <laughs> you got all of our <laughs> items. You got all of our weapons. We're no threat to you, clearly. We're just researchers. We're trying to find out more about the amalgamation. Our city clearly, you know, we've heard a rumor that you aren't as affected as the rest of the continent. So, hmm. what are you retrieving then? We heard there might be some kind of magic item that is protecting this city. <laughs> like to amplify its power and push this amalgamation out of the continent entirely. Magic item in Clea, really. Of, why, of else all... there, why else is there no sign of the Feywild here? Explain, if you know better. Like I said, we're researchers, we'd love to know. And what's Augustus Canterbury doing here? No offense, no offense, good sir, but kid's not exactly the brightest bulb, and as far as I've known, research isn't really his thing. That's no, it's rude. really not. No, it's, it's very true, he's, he's, he's thick as a brick. Um, he's just basically the muscle for the group, you know, we're just researchers. Got no talent whatsoever, trust me. Oh, you can stop now. <laughs> no, like he's really, really useless. <laughs> Nora, make a deception check. <laughs> Did I help at all with my bullshitting? It's lowering the DC. This isn't going to be like an advantage thing. This is a DC thing. Okay. 50. Okay. Okay. So you see as the the you see actually now as the two people that were flanking Augie kind of go around kind of curving to stand behind the person currently sitting down in the chair. And the person sitting in the chair kind of leans back a little and says, hmm. we've been kind enough to be relatively upfront with us, with you. Um, let's be real now. You've given us no reason to trust you. We were already inclined to distrust you when you brought the son of the king. The son of the king who has done absolutely nothing in his entire life to help protect the people. 
he sits up in that golden castle, just growing stronger, gaining power to just sit up there and do nothing. What are you here to retrieve? There's no reason for you to lie. If this thing, as you're saying, is for the good of mankind, we are working for the good of mankind. There's no reason that we can't be working together. But if you lie, that proves you're hiding something. So let me paint a picture. We were put in a cart with blindfolds on, taking an hour, right? Taking our weapons away, speaking thieves can't as though I can't understand you. <laughs> Sitting here in a row with your fucking... You see, on. you see, <laughs> when you mention the thieves can't, you kind of just see a skirt over to uh, Galette, who's now kind of hood. And just, you just right, see a Galette, little... I fucking heard you. Which one of you motherfuckers is the hilt, and why can't any of you be transparent? One of you, just one of you, take off your hood. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh That wasn't canon. I didn't actually say that. I just realized. (laughs) What's What's your AC, Ren? My eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah. Okay. Um it's not it's not pain, but it's it's force as you feel yourself knocked from the back down onto your knees and face first, kind of with no real way to catch yourself. And you just as you kind of look back and you see Galette is like, I like your spice. Oh. And for <laughs> um, people who hate fascism, you seem to force people to their knees a lot. Can someone remind me what the name of the capital is? I'm really it's, sorry. It's, it tends to be, it, so it tends to be like the capital city is what the region is named for. So this is, it's like New York City, New York. So it's like the, it's Clea in, it's no, Clea City. The name of like the capital of like the magic, like uses guild and like where we just came from. Blashy. Oh, Balashi. Uh, Balashi, yeah, cool. I um, thought it was, fine. Uh, Nora just is like, for God's sake, we contact the magic guild in Balashi because that's who we belong to. They can verify our identity. We're on an important mission. You're really fucking it up for us. Wow, I just lost my accent. Augie, <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something? No, it's fine. Um, I just... And... I just want to make this very clear that if you hurt any of my friends again, we are not going to say anything, so. Um, Galette <laughs> he's not hurt, he's fine. Hey, well, my fine. feelings are a little hurt, to be honest. Oh, just his ego will bruised. <laughs> so you guys are complaining about how you can't trust us. What have you done to make us trust you? That's that's the point here, is that none of you have shown us your face except for her. 
like you've told us nothing about your organization except your claim that you are here to protect the people you've done nothing to verify that nothing to prove that bullshit. yeah it could all be bullshit what if you're just an ordinary thieves guild fair enough well you've given us vague amounts of information so we'll provide the same all right this is the shattered gauntlet hello we are you could say the undercover protectors of this great city. Those who subvert the name of Helm up in the upper class and the nobility. They don't truly understand what it is Helm's teachings provide us. We down here, we seek to educate and protect, as is what the gauntlet truly means. Yeah, exactly, you know, um, yeah. Uh, um, so that's, you know, um, I didn't really, okay, well, I did die, but not my, not cause, well, it is cause of my dad, but not really. Um, I, uh, I ran away because I also didn't agree with how we're using Helm's name. Uh, and Helm and I actually talk sometimes. So. <laughs> buddy. You kind of you kind of hear a general chuckle with that. And they say, you? Helm, the, the great protector of all, talks to what? A little scared 16-year-old boy? Uh, He's actually a bit older. Yeah, I'm yeah, 20. Hi. That was a really long story. Nice. Mm. Make make a persuasion check, Augie. Oh, use your use your thingy. Your inspiration. Oh yeah, you have oh. inspiration. What's what dice do I use for inspiration? D eight. Should be a D eight. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, um. Oh oh um. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Twenty-two. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Alice, just because I want to be cognizant of... What is the time currently in your time zone? Um, it's quarter to like ten. ten past eleven. So, qu- qu- oh, ten past eleven. <laughs> 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 wow. So no worries, I just... I just... Cool. Good to know. I just want to make sure. Okay, so twenty-two. Thank you. I... Yeah, I couldn't remember your time zone. I was like, oh, no, I don't know what time Apparently it is. neither can I. <laughs> sure. All right, uh, so 22. He goes, I'm surprised. Didn't realize that you were such an avid believer, particularly given that your dear old daddykins tends to use the teachings of his for his own personal gain. Test is in order. What do the rest of you think? And you kind of see as the rest of the people in the chairs kind of begin to stir a little, so sit more upright. He goes, yes, 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 a test. Does that sound good to you, Augie? 
Uh, like I said, he's very stupid. So Nora, I think they get it. <laughs> this is it's not a game show sort of test. This is more a test of strength. You know the game shows they have in game. You all know far and wide the tales of the Elzahimnian uh, games where it's like very Japanese game show where there's like such a fight and it's a, like, like cream, tilted thing, like a- <laughs> thing. You have to find out what thing in the room is chocolate. It's great. <laughs> oh my God, please. <laughs> I'll make that canon. Done. Um. And okay, I just need to prove myself. How about this? You prove yourself here. You give us reason enough to trust you. It's a modicum of trust. We'll we'll help you retrieve whatever it is you're retrieving. This will be a test of strength to see how to what lengths can trust you. I'm going to turn to the group, kind of trying to get what they, they're thinking, just kind of look around Trust my is a two-way street, and we're willing to budge if you prove yourself. I didn't realize trust was tantamount to, like, how much you can bench press, but sure, Augie, if you're happy with doing that, then... Augie, is it possible you can uh, talk, talk to your pal? get a sign um it's kind of hard to talk to him right now uh with the whole play wild stuff um right okay yeah never mind sure yeah i'll i'll do whatever fine i'll do the test let's get these other four out of here for now. We need Augie in a, a clear head. Oh, no, no, oh, no. Nuh-uh. No, I don't think begin so. Begin to feel as you all are stood back up. No, I think we're going to... I think it's... I think we should stay. Can we please stay? They can just kind of watch. I yeah. promise they won't interfere. We won't say a word. Make a persuasion check. Which one of us? <laughs> I'm going to say... Tam, because Tam's good at this. Thank you. (laughs) Not at the moment. Um, That's a 13. Okay. Um, Gonna kind of look you up and down and say, just past the door is fine enough, but you can leave it open. And they begin to take you back into that kind of loading room where all your stuff is, but um, there's still four people directly at your back, but they don't close the door. So you're like, Can we peek around the door? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So Augie, you look behind and while your friends are now separated from you, they are far enough back. Um, And you watch as the person in the chair kind of stands up and takes the two fingers and I can't do it, but whistles um, quite shrilly and loudly. 
Um, and you watch as the double doors kind of in front of you to your right swing open. And there are these two very large buff looking people dressed in the similar blue cloaks uh, that are actually identical to one another. Make their way into the room. The yeah, holds, hoods pulled over so you can only see. What's interesting is that their chins actually are slightly different than everyone else's in that there is a little bit of a kind of identifier in that you see that they have these two chins with what looks like a black line kind of running right through here. Um, yeah, on each of their shoulders, they're holding these thick, heavy chains and dragging behind them uh, into the room is a very plain looking man, kind of very, very thin uh, brown hair that just dusts the shoulders and it looks like it hasn't been brushed in a couple of days. Um, he has very deep set kind of gaunt looking eyes and his face is, it looks like it's covered in these dark patches and bruises that distort the face similarly to the rotted heads that you saw previously, but obviously very much still alive, as far as you know. Um, it looks like there is a deep, fresh cut on his cheek right here, and there is dried blood kind of caked around the mouth here. He has been completely stripped, uh, except for uh, his undergarments, and is being pulled forward by the wrists, which are shackled in similar fashion to your friends, and they look rubbed raw under the restraints. And the two figures push him forward where just right in front of you and kind of push him down in a fashion that is much more aggressive than the way you were gently guided. This is kind of forced. His head hangs low. Um, you do not recognize this man. I will save you the trouble of that. And they say, rebellion requires strength of trust and strength of will. This man is nothing more than a lowly foot soldier in the king's army. He is of no importance and of no consequence. And you see as the person who's been doing the talking pulls out a small short sword from their behind like their back and tosses it to you. Kill him. No. Pick up the sword and run it through his chest. I just told you I'm not going to kill him. Why not? Killed your sister, didn't you? Excuse me? Yes, yes. We know all about it, Augie. You, Bianca was so... Do not say her name. She took you out. She showed you the people. And in return, you betrayed her. You told I your father never. and you had her killed. This man is a symbol of what you held up for 16 years. 
he represents nothing more than the power, the unrelenting, wielding power that your king so tries to hold over the rest of us. Kill him. Prove that we can trust you. He's not an object. He's a person, by the way. He doesn't represent anything. He's a man who was a humble foot soldier, may not have known what he's doing. I'm not killing him. Make a persuasion check. Natural 20. <laughs> for a total of... For a total and, of... Uh, for a total of 20... Wait, what's this persuasion? Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. <gasps> right. Okay. So a couple of things happen. Uh, um, you watch as the man who is sitting in the ch chair kind of stands up abruptly. Um, and the rest of you watch as uh, kind of one of the people, the, one of the, the smaller one that had originally pulled um, Augie into this room, moves at a, a pace faster than you've seen most things move. It's very jarring. And you watch as this... Augie, make a strength, make a strength check. Ooh. That was another natural 20. Um... Um, what? Yeah. Yes. Uh, 24. <laughs> 24. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, wait. Oh, yeah. 24. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, shit. She rolled really high, too. Um, is going to run, and you feel this immense ooh, pressure, but manage to stay upright as you walk, as the rest of you see this person come and try to tackle Augie down to the ground um, doesn't resist anything. What's up, Ren? I was gonna say while Augie is distracting everybody, can I be trying to get out of my manacles just like very subtly? I was gonna say the same thing as well. <laughs> okay, um, we'll do that in a second. Yeah, but first, um, yeah, and so you don't get knocked. You don't get knocked over but you feel like a tug right here at your collar as you're pulled down and you hear uh, this person whisper in your ear and she says, why did you get so tall? Do I recognize the voice? Actually, yes. Um, it's a, got a very soft uh, feminine voice and you think, no, no. And you go and you slowly pull back the hood and you see a large curly ruffle of blonde hair, um, kind of uh, like mohawked kind of shaved sides is pulled back. And you see this rounded face, um, freckles, and a one, one, one eye is fine, but the other is white with a huge gash right here but you see your sister oh i'm, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna tackle her in the bear hug like 
Oh. Yeah, she, she, this time she's not letting down and you actually feel a kind of a push from behind your shin as she sweeps under your leg and tackles you to the ground and gives you a hug. And I'm going to call it there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Two natural 20s, holy Yeah, shit. I don't know. And it was Die Hard Dice. I was talking shit about it before. <laughs> but they came in clutch oh, this time, guys. They were gonna kill you. Ooh, oh, they were gonna try and kill you. You did good. Holy God. Holy shit. So yeah, a bit of a shorter session, but that felt like a really good place to end it. So we're gonna do that. Oh, um, oh so shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. Alright. Oh, it's so nice to be back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, hopefully join us soon for the next time we do this and hopefully everyone will be here and it'll be good and we can go through this a little bit more. Yeah, because I was like, if I don't end it, I, I was checking on time because I was like, if this doesn't end now, then it's going to be like another hour. And so I didn't want to keep you guys up too late. So a bit of a shorter session, but uh, fun. Fun stuff. All right. Um, wow. Cool. I guess then we will just end the stream here. So thank you guys for joining us on this thank nice you. Sunday evening. Uh, have